Surely a Monday, but it is for you if the company you work for respects America. Uh, welcome to the C.J. Morgan Show. Unlike uh, most people respecting America, yesterday on President's Day, George Washington's birthday, uh, I spent it studying our roots, Spencer. Yeah. Where we came from, who we are, by watching a lot on the uh, BBC uh, network. And I've told you about this show before. but Yes, uh, yes, yes. I love history shows. They're very dry. They're very boring. They're all the same. And my fiance introduced me to one called Kunk on Earth. That's right. Uh, Philomena Kunk. Basically, she goes around and teaches us about the Earth, our world, our history. And it's shot and presented very much in a similar fashion that most dry British history uh, documentaries are, and I just wanted to pull a clip to play from you because I learned so much from this program and so much by watching the BBC this weekend. Uh, I wanted to share a few things with you. First, we'll start with this great clip where we learn about the first dog going to outer space. Aww. Hot on Sputnik's heels was this Soviet space dog known on Earth as Laika, who blasted into space in November 1957. What happened to Laika? I expect they gave her a bone and a rub on the tummy when she got back. Well, Laika unfortunately never made it back to Earth because shortly after launching, she overheated and she tragically passed away just a few hours after being launched. You're f***ing joking. I wish I was. No, this was... She was launched on, on a flight that was pretty much one way. There's a dead dog in space. So there's a dead dog somewhere in the back of a frame of every film shot in space, like Star Wars. I wouldn't there say... There are dead dogs in Star Wars. Um, that is unacceptable. I just... The, the dry, weird humor and the way yeah. she called the Titanic Titan 1C, the assuming that Star Wars was shot in space. Well, yeah. Absolutely incredible. My favorite thing is it is, of course, mixed with the real history and the stuff. It should be pretty obvious to yes. you when they're messing around. But and my favorite thing is they all go and talk to actual real experts. To prevent... Like, that guy... And that, they have to sit there and sort of put up with her like she's kind of dumb. And it's funny watching them... Sort of juggle being polite with wanting to be correct as well. It's awesome. It's great. She uh, she had one guy. She kept calling it the Soviet Onion. Yes. And so he goes, <laughs> I think you mean Union. She goes, I don't mean to be rude, but it's the Soviet Onion. I read it on a paper back there. And he's like, okay, if you want to talk the agrarian agriculture. And actually, he, you can see she's kind of improving some stuff. And yeah. she tried to go with it. But I learned some British words, Spencer, that I wanted to share with Aww. you. And see if you know what these words or phrases mean. Absolutely. Let's uh, start with Todja. It's a, it's a negative a connotation. I don't know exactly what it means, but you don't want to be a todger. What if you pull it on your todger? Is that what that is? Giving a pull on your todger. Uh, you're pull, you're towing, a, towing a trailer. It's a dong. Oh, uh, it's a dong. Todger's dong. Uh, in, it's going to uh, be just dong words. Bellend. Yes, uh, bell sort of. In a similar way, having a go with it. Oh, yeah. Well, you're just having a go with it, right, mate? Uh, ha <laughs> I just don't speak like I'm British. You're having a British. go with it. Uh, that means uh, having intercourse uh, is having a go with it. Uh, the last one, I really like this one, a punta. Do you know what a punta is? Uh, sounds like it might be a euphemism for homosexual stuff. I don't know. A uh, punta is someone that uh, is a john, someone that gets a prostitute. Oh, okay. Um, and Todger, having a go with it, and punter, very funny words I learned, but I was not watching a comedy. I was watching a, a documentary about a serial killer in the 70s. Oh, wow. And they were, they were talking to these old, retired uh, police detectives, and they were like, yeah, we were just... 
uh, found the punt, and he was just in there having a go with it. Had his tool you out and everything. Nice. And I was like, oh, it's so good. So what did this have things. to do with George? I guess George Washington is British initially, he got, he got right? He from that. Yeah. He, he said, Todger, no. I'm tired of all those words. It's a dong, you idiot. <laughs> Happy President's Day-ish. Actually, yesterday was President's Day, and any time I get a day off, I think that warrants talking about it on the radio. No, it's not just the biggest sales holiday outside of truck month. You can get a mattress deal for sure. No problem there. But I thought we'd do a little bit of trivia about our presidents. How oh. well do you know your presidents? Not at all. Uh, Thomas Jefferson had a lot of things he was passionate about, but his favorite hobby? Meteorology. Really? He kept daily detailed records on the weather. Interesting. Okay. What, was, a, what was he using these de- these these documents for? What was he planning? Boredom. There was not a lot to do back then. Yeah, I, I forget. You the know. only entertainment they had was public executions and uh, tar and feathering letters they could revolutions. write. Revolutions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Writing and stuff was fun back then. I Man, guess. Man, when I went camping after building a fire and not drinking and. It is boring. You're like, man, I can only stare at the stars for so long. nothing to do. Uh, Martin Van Buren invented, or at least popularized, the term, okay. Nice. Goes all the way back to his uh, re-election campaign in 1840. He adopted the nickname Old Kinderhook because he was born in Kinderhook, New York. Uh, They shortened it to okay during rallies. Uh, John Tyler, born in 1790, still... Has a relative alive. A living grandchild is uh, 94 years old right now. Yuck. And is still related to... Too old, man. Very old living uh, president. Uh, James Garfield, ambidextrous. He could write with both hands, left and right, but this is where it gets a little more silly. He could write in two different languages at once. Greek in one hand, Latin in the other. That's some Dimitri Martin stuff. Did you ever see him do stand-up where he would write with both of his hands? Remember him? Yeah, but I can't do that. Oh. That's that is hard. That's what, what language, she said. If you're bilingual, what language do you dream in, or does it switch? I wonder. Me too. Uh, Chester Arthur uh, was a dude that loved sorting and redecorating. As a matter of fact, he would sell old historical artifacts and antiques from past presidents. Ah. Oh. He's like, he's like, I didn't earn that or get it. I didn't oh, get well, it out of here. Get that crap out of here. Uh, Benjamin Harrison was the first president to have electricity in the White House. He was very anxious about it, though. Didn't want to touch the switches. Thought he was going to get shocked. I love that. Was, was not happy about it. I love how scared it. we are of new things. Humans. Well, they did that in, to discredit Tesla. They did the whole display of electrocuting the poor elephant. Yeah. Very sad. Uh, Woodrow Wilson was an avid golfer. That's, he, that's not Tesla the car, by the way. That, that was uh, <laughs> Tesla versus uh, Edison. Tesla. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, Woodrow Wilson was a big-time golfer. He played all the time, especially in winter, uh, and he painted his golf balls black so that when he was playing in the snow, he could identify it. Wow, playing uh, golf in the snow. That sounds pretty hardcore. It is. Uh, that fall- sounds like what Canadians would play golf as, you know? just When else? It's all ice there. Yeah. Uh, Calvin Coolidge, following up uh, on Wilson, had an interesting morning ritual. Uh, he liked having a scalp massage with petroleum jelly while he ate his breakfast. While he ate breakfast. While he ate breakfast. Come on, man. Um, you know, 
That's great. Way, and much, all. way more time back then. You could have split those two things out. But also petroleum jelly. That just seems gross because then yeah. you're, you can't sweat through it. I don't don't know, you man. shower that off after? I hope part of his morning routine was showering that off. They didn't have showers back then. That's right. He had to sit in a big brass tub and, and ladle water over his head. Gross. Oh, man. Harry S. Truman uh, grew up as a poor farm boy in Missouri, ended up being the only president of the 20th century who did not attend college. In fact, he was one of just eight presidents who ever who never attended college. Uh, Harry Truman, by the way, when uh, so uh, FDR won re-election, and it was towards the end of World War II. Uh, Truman was the brand new vice president. They didn't really talk and hang out much. Uh, Truman was very scared, was worried he wasn't up for the, this massive task. Truman didn't even know that they were working on the, uh, he didn't know about the Manhattan Project, didn't know about the uh, the nuclear, well, then the atomic bomb that they had until uh, much later on. Wow. Uh, last one, W. Do your W real quick. Come on. <laughs> no, it's going to say. Uh, hey, put hey Bubba. Hey, what are you doing there, Bubba? I, I don't know, man. I, got, I forgot that I do that off air sometimes. It's, it, it's great. Uh, George W. Bush was the only president to have been the head cheerleader in high school. There Aww. you go. Now you know about all your presidents. Women, what are we doing? I don't understand this whole trad wives thing. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. So on the internet, we present it to you on the radio, and this will truly be a learning device. If you want to not be choogy and just no cap, uh, keep kicking it with the youngins, uh, uh, AF, you got to learn the terminology. And I will say trad wife is finally one. I consider myself not hit, but I stare at the internet too much. I have no clue what trad sure. wives are at all. Um, well, you're going to be very up. Well, I don't know if you're going to be as upset as I am trad. about this. Is it T-R-A-D? Is that what yes, okay. T-R-A-D wives. Hmm. I had no idea what this was. Somebody well. used the term with me the other day, not towards me, but just like, oh, yeah, you hmm. know, like trad wives. And I was like, whoa, what are you talking about? I know a lot about the English language, so I'm here trying to guess Ooh. what it's about, but I don't know. I don't, trad's not like a prefix or anything or like a... <laughs> A word that I would understand. So yeah, um, basically, it is traditional wife. Oh, it's this whole movement. Damn, we should have figured that out. Yeah, the, you, the you really should. Yeah, it's usually, it was, I just was like, oh, I know words, and then it's like trad. Oh god, traditional. <laughs> it's this whole movement where it came out post COVID, and I believe from what I have done with my research, my anger research, oh, it is just these women that are romanticizing the concept of the 1950s housewife and Good. returning to Staying traditional home, values. cooking for your husband when he gets home, giving him a kiss, yes. opening him a beer, yes. raising those, the kids. Yeah. And one it's of those supposed- cool vacuums with like two, com- two counterparts where you got to like, anyway, those, but no, 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 <laughs> those no, are the, cool. The thing that bothers me about this is they... The people that are romanticizing it, specifically on TikTok, of course, that's where everything goes on. Yeah. They are like... 24 years old, like my age, okay, (laughs) and they are talking about being a homemaker and like all the benefits and they're trying to make it seem like, you know what, ladies, you need to take a hold of your life and if you want to do this, then this is your choice. And I'm like, guys, shut up. Anyways... Some these of the are, rules. Sorry, these are twenty-four-year-olds that think they've got life figured out. So it's just gonna—it's gonna come unraveled for them in a it's few more years. So ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, there's this one woman on TikTok who is super, super obsessed with this whole concept. Very and trad. Let me tell. 
All right, let me play you a little, uh, very trad, a little clip of uh, what she practices in her marriage with uh, her husband. I'm already annoyed. Mm-hmm. Two of some conventional or unconventional things me and my husband do in our marriage. So the first one is I don't leave the house after dark by myself. She doesn't leave the house by herself after dark. It sounds like something she was just probably already doing before she got married. <laughs> she she then goes on to talk about how they use the Life 360 Loser. app to track to track her whatever. Uh, the second rule is we don't do opposite sex friendships. Um, I don't think a woman needs to have a male best friend. Oh, so it's the whole you can't be friends with the opposite sex. Which I disagree with, but best yeah. friend, that's a little weird. You can. Best after friend's you, weird? What? Uh, dudes always want to bang. Yeah. They're playing the long game. No, yeah. that's not true at nah, all. Man. Shut well, up and hear that point, Sally. You know, once once a guy gets a girlfriend at some point, then you can be friends with him. <laughs> y- you think so? <laughs> no, no, I don't know. I'm not oh, friends okay. with I don't have any guy friends. What am I talking about? She then goes on to talk about how she likes to take her husband's preferences in in mind. I, she basically it gets up like- every day and puts on really nice clothes. She has to do her makeup every day for her husband. Oh, man. This and is it's, sounding... it's all 50s housewife stuff. This is but sounding it's, like a kink or a fetish to me. It kind of does. Uh, but it's actually very religion-based. Who would have thought? Oh, gee. God. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy, whatever. Women can do whatever they like to do. But it is one of those things where it does ruffle my feathers because it's like, no, this isn't you making your own decision. This is society that has been implementing this idea into your brain forever. And you're just trying to come back around and be like, this is my choice. I'm like, it's not your choice. Especially if she came up in like certain like super Christian religions still kind of believe that um, the Internet, if you're following one uh, certain group of people, but I, I kind of agree with Spencer. I think this might be a bit of a subdom thing. Yeah, 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 this might just be might be, might be a little little um, bit of a which you're usually good at catching these things online first, but maybe you're just more upset with the whole trad wife. You know, I'm the, just a, the whole pretense upset. of it all. You well, know? she like quotes Bible verses and stuff like that constantly, so it's confusing. Man, I'm not. I'm Why a trad you quote hub. Some of the good verses, or I'm a non trad hub. You're I do. I do all the gardening. Uh-huh. Um, I do all the cooking. Um, my fiance stays out late. She pays all she the bills. Pays all, no, I pay all the bills. Oh. Um, <laughs> With she, her money. Uh, she, uh, her money. <laughs> she works and makes more money than I do. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's it. I, I'm all for a stay-at-home house husband. I feel like we should just switch the narrative. Anyone want to marry me, stay at home, cook, clean, do everything for me? I'll make the money. I mean, it is radio money, like you said. I mean, so yeah. As long as I'm allowed to go out after dark. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. weird, man. Your kids better hope you like your job. If you're waiting in the line to get your kids or on your way home from school, Thankfully for you, this segment, Parent Pickup with Matt Bearden, is uh, is all about you and everyone. I like that. Something. It's all about you Oh, and also everyone else. You're not special. Learn that Learn that right now, kids. Uh, big special, not big special, but a story came out in Washington Post about a week ago, finally getting to it now. Uh, basically, uh, your kid's happiness is going to depend a whole lot on your happiness at work. Uh, that's just pretty much <laughs> it. It oh. says, uh, here's, the, here's the headline, how you feel about your job affects how well you parent your kids. <laughs> 
Makes sense. I, it's sad. horrifying. It's horrifying to know that a kid's... Oh, uh, your poor children, man. A kid's own happiness is tied to their parents' work. I mean, you can make the pretty easy leap. Oh, if I'm burnt out, if I'm stressed all the time, obviously I would take some of that home. I will tell you there was a long bit of research done. I don't want to drive you through all that. I'm just going to give you the net net. Yes. All right. Okay. Basically... If you feel that you have a lot of power at work, it tends to calm you down generally in your life, and you tend, you tend, not guaranteed, but you tend to be a better parent because you're just kind of calm about that in general. Those people who have positions where you don't feel like you have a lot of say, that you have a lot of power, or that you are listened to, means that when you go home, well, it just exacerbates the fact that a kid... If they don't listen to you, it starts <laughs> getting into your insecurities. Yeah. A, a, what can happen is if you if you lack that sense of autonomy, you tend to become an overreactive or a withdrawn parent. Either you're so stressed that you're screaming about everything, yelling about everything, or you get home and you zone you the F withdrawal. out. Withdrawal. Oh, yeah. And so See, that's kind of suck to work all day and then have to go home and, like... Not just do work around home, take out the trash dishes, cook yeah, dinner. Yeah, yeah. But you gotta like do stuff with your kids. Like you can't I you can't just zone out. You kinda know what that's like though. With yeah, you have a dog. Dogs. I have two dogs, yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's gotta be tough. Yeah. And, and one of them's tough. on medicine for his heart now. Oh wow. that must be real tough, man. I'm so sorry. I know. Uh yeah, when you think about it, it kinda makes sense. Uh these kids tend to lack social skills, be a little further behind in developing those social skills, and they tend to, in a large group setting, have more behavioral problems. Now, you know, they, for the, forever, they, social scientists have tried to say, oh, that, that school is in a poor neighborhood, quote-unquote poor neighborhood, and that's why there are these problems. These kids act this way. It's but poverty. Dad's working at the 12 hours at the factory. It's poverty. But if you just throw money at it, it hasn't seemed to help, and they're like, well, we're confused. This research could actually lend light to that. A lot of times, if you are in jobs where you are making low wages, those tend to be ones that lack the autonomy. You can have whole neighborhoods of people who are lacking autonomy and then could be passing this on and then all those kids are congregated together in a same school. It might actually, if we got smart about this, might actually make sense why we should stop sending kids to school just because of where you live and that we should do, I don't know, Hyper segregation of all neighborhoods or something, or just have one giant school with three well, thirty thousand kids in it. I all, don't know the answers. All but parents have to do like a survey on their job. Like, oh, one yeah. to ten, I like this. Well, Ugh. it's actually I don't have to feel I know, about I my job. We we kind of already do that, but you you wait until it comes to a middle school, high school level. So regardless of your socioeconomic status, your family's income, if you're good at football, you're going to get a go to the nice school. <laughs> so that's, that's, it, it works in Texas. You've made a very, very good point. Uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, I thought this was very interesting because I think about even my reactions with my kids, how I've been over periods where I didn't have much, I guess what you would call it, autonomy or the ability sure. to make some of my decisions. I think... Uh, Spencer's even been with me on a project where it was uh, crushing me, uh, what was being asked and what have you. And I think about how tense I was, and I think I really did shut down in that period of parenting. Like, I just got home, and I was just like, oh, I just want to... Remember, 
one day you were so stressed out about stuff, you wore the same exact clothes into the next day and didn't realize it until oh, you showed up. I don't remember that I actually at all. didn't realize either, and then you mentioned it, and I was like, oh, man, he's really stressing. <laughs> that's, I felt that's bad. depression. <laughs> well, uh, good news is AI is coming for all of our jobs, so we don't have to worry that much longer, do we? Funny you should mention that, Spencer. We'll talk about it later. Matt Bearden and Spenny on the C.J. Morgan Show. Where to eat, 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 drink, and get some beads on Fat Tuesday. Fat I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. C.J. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. C.J. is fat! Like any good large city, we like to party and celebrate Fat Tuesday, one of the biggest holidays to party. Uh, maybe outside of St. Patrick's Day and New Year's. Uh, it is a fun one. A lot of places to go hang out in Austin with eats and drinks, starting with bangers. Yeah, you wouldn't think a beer yeah, garden and sausage bangers. place. But no, they are doing a multi-day party gras celebration. Uh, Butter, Better Half uh, down on Wall Street is hosting a combination Mardi Gras and five-year anniversary multi-day celebration. Uh, probably went over the weekend. Probably still continuing. Seafood boil, mussels, crawfish. And uh, my friend Lindsay May is the uh, the chef down there. And I saw on her Instagram that they have baby king cakes Ooh. and banana foster donuts. Yummy. Amongst all the other stuff at uh, Better Half. Black Sheep Lodge, South Lamar, I do believe. Uh, party beads, drinks, foods, all that stuff happening from now until midnight. That's right. Right now. Yeah. Uh, Bolden Acres is having a party, including king cake donuts, crawfish, and other delicious dishes, along with live music. Easy Tiger, uh, the bakery and chain, obviously the best place to get king cakes in Austin. Outside of uh, a few of the uh, taquerias and the uh, carne asada, not carne asada, is the La Mercadios. I'm trying to El be cool. El Mercados. El Mercados uh, that are very near our area. Really good king cakes there. Sausage gumbo, mufaladas, all that fun stuff. Front Yard Brewing also doing a celebration, live music, masks, all that fun stuff happening until 9 p.m. tonight. Uh, the Hive, the Cavalier over on Weberville, Schultz Garden. Yeah, beer garden, mainly German. No, they are doing all kinds of kick-ass stuff, even with a... Uh, brass band included that goes on till 7.30 this evening. And last but not least, Whistlers is having their annual Fat Tuesday celebration. Crawfish, brass band, cake, cakes, cocktails. What else could you want, you, you silly goose? Fun fact, today is also known as Pancake Tuesday. I like it. It's the day before Ash Wednesday, baby. Perfect time to get fat on CJ's Fat. All right, it's time to go through our sports bet. Football's over. It's very boring. It's sad, but we got to continue the segment somehow. Uh, current standings, Matt. You and I tied twelve to twelve. Oh heck yeah! Uh, before the summer break, one of us will have to buy the other right. a big dinner. How do we tie up? I was killing you. Uh, last week uh, in the prop bets, I beat you five to two. So then I tied, and I've won the only physical challenge we've done because of our limited abilities. Oh, yeah, the eating challenge, right? Uh, no, no. Oh, it was it, the Pong. It was bread, uh, that's bread right. Pong. That was fun. Great. That to was watch. a really fun one. Video yeah. at uh, 101x.com. Anyhow, let's uh, read the results of this weekend. Starting with the first sport I found, I asked Matt who would win out of Chinese Taipei and Paraguay um, in, in, I guess, qualifying for Women's World Cup. Uh, it, it was a draw. No points awarded there. Then Matt flipped it on me and said, you know what? 
I'm going to ask CJ about my favorite thing, college basketball. Do you like college basketball or baseball more or football? What is your main... College I, sports? I feel like... No, your main sport. I, In my mind, I, I feel like Texas baseball, college baseball is your favorite sport. Mine? Yes. No. Basketball. No. Football. No. What is your favorite sport? Bowling? I like women's swimming. Oh, good. Yeah. It's a great one, actually. It's the only suit I look good in. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Kansas taking on Baylor. The uh, Big 12 title race getting pretty tight. Uh, Longhorn's still in it. I uh, saw a little bit of this game, and Baylor was kicking the crap out of Kansas. I mean, it was uh, 45 to 32. Kansas, however, came back and scored 55 points. Uh, So point for CJ for picking Kansas. Uh, Iowa State at Kansas State. I picked Kansas State. They won also. Another point for CJ. Uh, number one, Alabama taking on their rival, Georgia. Point for CJ also, but Matt, this... Did you see this game or the score or no. news? No. This doesn't sound like a college game. This sounds like a high school game where one of those prep academies plays the the poor school on the other side of town. Uh, Alabama, college men's basketball, the Crimson Tide beat the Bulldogs 108-59. to 108-59. That is... That that doesn't happen. Well, it's nice that an athletics program at Alabama could finally catch a break. You know what? They deserve it. it, It's been a been a tough time there. Tough go. Uh, The last thing we bet on, I don't. I wrote a bunch of numbers down, but I don't remember. I think I said under ninety five pounds. There was a uh, there was a crawfish boil at Silver Medal, right? And you said how many pounds were going to be consumed, right? Did you did you figure that out? Yes. Uh, How many? 45. 45 pounds were consumed. Yeah. Point CJ. I said under 95. Last thing, Spencer. I, don't know, I just made that up. Did I don't you, want to take the time uh, to make a call. We'll, we'll believe nice, that, nice, TBD. Nice. The very last one. Spencer, be honest. Oh, man. Out of Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Sure. The four, uh, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, the four-day weekend. Did you have a day where you got especially sad? Nah, just uh, depressed. It's okay. Different. Out of the three days... Sunday, Saturday, Monday. Which day was probably the saddest? Hmm. You got to pick one day. Probably Monday because I bumped into you here at work. Is that a joke answer or your honest answer? Joke answer. Okay. But also my honest answer. It wasn't because I bumped into you. Monday was just a... Uh, I was done. I wanted to come into work. Okay, that is a point for Matt. I picked that Spencer would get the sads on Sunday. <laughs> Should have known better. Uh, anyhow, Sunday I was in a great mood. Uh, uh, sports bet uh, CJ in first place, but I'm not in first place with long for long because coming up, uh, the tide, the tables are gonna turn forever in this studio when I turn power away from me and over to you. I'll explain after a couple songs. Yeah, I don't know what that meant at all. Usually we discuss the sports bet here, but uh, this is more along the lines of punishment, Plinko. Which, again, we're going to bring back zany, wacky things we do with the Plinko chip. It's original to this program. We're not some corny radio show that's like, oh, we have a wheel we spin. We're, we don't use wheels. We use a full-ass Plinko board. We have yeah. a wheel we drop down a Plinko uh, board. A wheel or a Plinko board that I found somewhere. And then, Matt, this is exciting. Our promotions team went out and got us another Plinko board. Really? But I kind of like this busted one that doesn't work. Oh, right. Yeah, that's the OG, man. I that's feel better about, it. Thing it's, about it's it. It's been here for a long time, man. Uh, however, I uh, had an idea for a punishment and realized that if I included Matt in this, it would probably kill him. But I'd already purchased this item, so I'm like, I can't use it on Matt. We can't just make it a whatever. 
And then I realized I have a pet peeve that drives me crazy. When I listen back to myself, I do a lot of um uh, on the radio. And yeah, I do too. I like oh, yeah. it. I want to get rid of it, and I think the only way to get rid of it is with proper training. So I want you to open this up and uh, tell the listeners the new device we have here in studio. I'm going to guess what to, they don't are. Don't guess yet. Oh, man. Don't I, guess until Matt opens it. The, uh, I feel like this might mirror a South Park episode. This, uh, this is going to help train me to be a better radio personality. Because one of you will help this show be much, much better. And in turn, I will be punished. It also might make me end up cussing a lot. Yeah. That's what I'm a little worried about. Also okay. worried about some of my heart issues. But uh, an unboxing. Here we go. Well, unboxing. Listen. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, he's um, Do we hear that? Yeah. Mm. Is it a bunch of just floppy dongs? The new uh, device for the radio program to help correct me and make me a better radio personality. It's uh, heartworm medication. Oh, actually, I might have bought that for the dogs. Did you bring the wrong box in here? I probably did. Nah, no, it's, a, it's a dog training system. Yeah. Is, is this a, uh, am I going to, do we get to put a collar on you and shock you whenever you say, mm? Correct. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, is, awesome. it is a shock collar. And again, you know, we try oh. to do original radio. Not original at all. This has been done many, many times before, but I was very frustrated listening back to myself uh, when Spencer was putting together some yeah. replays. Didn't he didn't, he some... didn't edit out the ums. And now I think... Uh, I think, refuse. Think a little shot caller. So now when you're listening, you never know when it's going to happen, when I'm going to get a little tink, 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 drop. Um, I should test this first just to make yes. sure that... It does say it's suitable for all breeds. Also, I would never use a shot caller on a dog. Now, as a That is sh- as, very as, cruel. As the show's producer, obviously, I'm going to need to operate this device. I Yeah, I think so, too, um, because I trust you to be a little more benevolent. The only thing is, is, is I do know you care about me and worry, so you might no, be no, too no, nice. No, no, but no. Uh, yeah, I think hey, you'll be as safe as houses as yeah, long man. as you remember who's wearing the trousers. Yes, that's what I always say. Whatever you just said, I'm just I'm just really focused in on this. I can't wait to use it. It now, says a lot about radio that this is now the third shock collar that I've owned. Had been in this a, business, but but I've never had one for a dog. Yeah, we, it's, we lose it's them. only been to shock friends. Yeah. Uh, I wow, was, look at that device. Nice. I was going to get a cattle prod, and I was like, that'll... Oh, dude, that's, it has, like, studs. Well, obviously, it has to have studs, but that might... I don't know, man. This might be too intense. That's the thing, is we don't want to actually burn you with the contacts there. I huh. Can I ask a favor? Uh, can Spencer, I wear, can you keep your mouth shut? Can I wear it on my wrist instead of my neck? No. Uh, you can wear it around any appendage other than your arms or legs. What about my dome? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, that really has to get a bigger re- collar. It's got some real electrodes there, doesn't Dude, it? Dude, it does. I yeah. wasn't expecting this. I thought it would be two little small contacts, but this is... No, put that on the either side of your Adam's apple, and let's we go. just shave your chest hair and move it up to the neck. You'll be safe, because I think that's what happens with dogs is their hair prevents them from getting burns. I'm starting to not like this now. I'm starting to... Love this. Now. Yes, I don't. It's actually making me nervous. Like Wasn't my heart is very really nervous certain. about it before. Now I'm very excited. Now, are there different shock levels? Because we could always just keep it at the highest. It has to. Be, no, we're keeping start at the lowest. Oh yeah, yeah, I mean to test it out. It's a little what? bit of an overreaction, but it 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 got uh, you. Nice. I had it in my thumb. That's a singer. All right. Well, here we go. I saw Ant Man. And I have some opinions. And 
now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that, that I'm a nerd. That's right. We're going to discuss the latest Marvel movie, the first entry into the new phase, which is the multiverse wars. Uh, before this, it was all about the stones and Thanos. But we got a new villain. We got a new movie. Uh, this will be relatively spoiler-free. However, if you really hate that stuff, I, I do not care about it at all. Uh, but if you do, I don't know, just don't tune out. We'll get we'll lose our job. Just plug your ears or something, but leave the radio loud. I saw Ant-Man this weekend, and uh, heading in, uh, reviews were looking pretty bleak. I was excited about it. Um, I thought maybe finally we'll get a good Ant-Man. Uh, but here's the deal. It's uh, it's a lower tier Marvel movie and Ant-Man has always been the lowest tier Marvel franchise. Um, the movie, it's dumb. It's fun. It's worth seeing in theaters, but don't, don't go in with any sort of high hopes. It's definitely a weak entry into the multiverse saga, which technically I consider Loki an entry into the multiverse saga, but that was a TV <laughs> show. Yeah, um, I, yeah. It's, uh, if you go in with very minimal expectations, you're going to enjoy it. Paul Rudd Hell is yeah. adorable, as always. He always is, but please, could we get him out of the superhero things and back into rom-coms? I miss my Paul no, Rudd. No I hate yeah. superhero movies i w- i want him to be some some charming boy next door yeah, i don't care a, he's only got 20 years left so. i know he's <laughs> just trapped in the clutches of these awful marvel movies yeah and unfortunately ant-man is is kind of rough but i think they poke a little tongue-in-cheek at that there's a uh, guest appearance from an actor in uh uh tim robinson's i think you should leave who goes oh thank you spider-man um who oh did gosh. a great skit for that so there, yeah. there's some funny cute oh little things in it uh paul rudd's great as always uh, his daughter, I forget the name of the actress that portrayed, um, but she was good. Everyone else was awful. Just very like, oh, this is just dumb and bad, mm-hmm. except for uh, Kang the Conqueror. Jonathan Majors is an amazing actor and an amazing villain, and that he he alone makes it worth watching. He is an incredible, awesome villain. They do something that annoys me and makes it dumb at the end, but he's he's great, and I like that this version of him in this movie, the version of him in Loki, you get the seething unhinged behind this like very wise scientist who has lived for ever and sees outside the time, but you see like his facial movement, you see the crag. He's just great. Yeah, he is so great, and I love him, and I want more of of King the Conqueror in that form. Uh, I don't it's, know if that's going to happen, but dude, it is. He's, he's the first uh, non CG villain. It's going to be great. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, they, how did all that CGI go? They because... CG him a little bit, and there are some dumb things, but it, it, it's it's a good visual. Just my my main thing is. If you're going to go see it, uh, go in um, with pretty low expectations because, again, Ant-Man's always been the bottom tier Marvel. This is a Ooh, that's harsh. pretty weak entry into the new saga of, of Marvel considering the introduction was freaking Iron Man. Like, yeah. it, it's a hard... It's a hard follow up, but are they? Th- they're trying to make. A, I don't know if this is a spoiler because I didn't watch the movie. I just know this, so if I spoil it, I am so sorry. They're trying to make like a Young Avengers, right? That's what this Probably, whole thing yeah, is yeah. like they're, setting they're, it they're, up. Uh, right? Well, they're said the they're like setting up the next generation. So oh, you've seen that with a lot it. of stuff. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. It's a multi billion dollar franchise, and it's gonna. They've laid it out. It's going to continue in perpetuity. I know. There's, there's going to be forever the number one superhero hater, except for Spider Man. 
I, I love that boy. That guy's good. Because you like Tom Holland? Yeah. Okay, and Andrew Garfield? Yeah. You like you like them all? I like um, them all. Uh, the other thing is uh, I've started to get annoyed and feel stupid sitting through movies to see the, the, tra- the, the post-trailer ending. things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last one, it's very quick, but it's good. It's worth waiting if you're dumb like me and like to do that, even though yeah. it's weird. <laughs> and you always don't online. know if you need to stay. Yeah. Uh, do it. Plus, uh, a little spoiler, Alamo does turn up the lights, and you think, oh, it's time to leave. But when you know Alamo's done, they do the countdown on the screen and then oh, start cleaning. I That's see. when you know that, that there's actually that it's over. done, done. Yeah. I mean, in all of these things, you can go back and watch them online, right? If you miss yeah, it. Absolutely. Sometimes, sometimes not. They've been better about pulling that stuff, I've realized. Because really? I, I here's here's what, thinking the same thing. Here's what they should do. They should put that in the actual movie if it's important. It's They never but do. But it's become a tradition. It's and a it, tradition. It sets up. I hate it. I I freaking hate it. Me too. It's stupid. It's the dumbest thing ever. I don't know. (laughs) It's sorry, mm. CJ. You waited until (laughs) until (laughs) after your least favorite superhero movie. That's all right, man. It was worth it. As long as you had fun. A little nod at the end, but uh, (laughs) overall. Jonathan Majors, amazing, awesome. Everything about him is great. Every uh, that dude is. He's my new favorite actor uh, Uh, currently. Does Ant Man die? I know that one. Oh, you do? I do know that okay, one. Okay, tell me off He here. might get squished or Ooh. have to save his queen. There's oh. no way he's that strong. I don't know. We'll see. Isn't it? Hashtag save Paul Rudd, please. <laughs> it's the CJ Morgan Show. I was trapped in a dungeon all weekend. A wine dungeon. A what? What? A wine dungeon? Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's the end of the. All kidding. right. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Yeah. Uh, I went to, you know, we had a three day weekend. It was great. I needed some time for some relaxation, um, specifically with a special somebody. Aww. So we decided to go do one of the most romantic things ever um, go visit a wine castle in the middle of nowhere. Like Drippin' Springs, Fredericksburg, Wine Country, Austin? Yeah, yeah. We were kind of... T- it was like cool. 30 minutes away from Wimberley. Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. I wrote down wine and cheese when you were telling me you were going to talk about... Is there cheese yes. involved? Oh, thank God. Yes, there was cheese and there was wine That's and the there was, was chocolate. so excited about, CJ, the cheese. It's the cheese. So <laughs> when did you become a sorority girl turning grandma? Um, that's a great question, actually. See, I have always had grandma core energy. That's what I like to call grandma it. Core. And this weekend really mm-hmm. brought it out. I mean, the whole weekend, basically, I just went to Wimberley, stayed in a cabin, went to like a mom and pop little cafe, mm. was like, can I get the usual? Even Good though question. like they didn't know me. Did you yes. do any knitting at all? No knitting. Oh, damn. That would have been the trifecta. But I did sit out on the porch and watch deer for quite some time. And just talked about, oh my gosh, look at how close those deer are. Was this in the morning with some coffee? No. That was come after you, too. A deer came after me in Wimberley. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought it was, what's that that Native American ghost that... The shapeshifter one that sometimes is deer. No, I'm, I'm, not I'm sure. confusing too. Anyhow, anyhow, I I did go uh, and do a sorority girl old lady thing and go to a winery because I love wineries. I've been to a ton of them. Not to brag, that's just something that we always did for some reason as a family. Really interesting. Yeah, I've I don't never gone. You've never done a winery? I've been to once, once, just once actually down in San Antonio. It's a decent little winery. Yeah, um, my my fiance's parents love going. We've been yeah. to a few. They yeah. have like memberships to them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's like a fun I, little thing to do. I can't imagine it as a family thing, I guess, for some reason. Not a skinwalker. There's another term. <laughs> You're 
Go on. <laughs> You'll get it. Go on. Um, yeah, so I've just done a lot of the normal wine tastings, Fredericksburg, stuff like that. But this one, it's off of 290, and it's just like a castle. I've talked about this on the morning show before because I was just obsessed with the concept of some weird man-made castle that you can drink wine in. And I decided for Valentine's Day, I got us uh, tickets to a dungeon cheese and wine and chocolate experience. So they shackle you all up down there and feed four feet of cheese? I didn't even think about the shackles. That stinks. No. You didn't get the whole dungeon experience. I We got a lot of dungeon experience, I'll yeah. tell you. You know what I mean? Get to feed some cheese to the rats? <laughs> yes. Go on. I'm sorry. Um, they took us downstairs, and it was completely dark. Like, it was Whoa, okay. so dark that, that they had somebody kind of just guide us through. Huh. And we were like, wow, is it going to be this dark the whole time? And they're like, no, no. We're just trying to have your eyes, help your eyes adjust to the to the darkness of the mm. dungeon. Mm. And we go in, and basically it's just a bunch of booths that are in the dark. And they have, like, it was cool. They had little, like, hands that were holding candles that were stuck to the wall. Huh. And it's they had creepy. a plate out. No, not at all. Not at all, right? They had a plate out with cheese and truffles. <laughs> and what they would do is they, they would they, come around. But it was around, really people. But it was, I don't know, it was so dark in there. I don't know what I was eating. That's true. It's true. Uh-oh. Because that's the whole, that's the whole ruse with this this ah, concept. So is they. They tell you that your senses are amplified wow, since just, you're sitting in the dark. Just it's, like in the tunnel of that's, love. That's kind of true, though, yeah. actually. When, uh, yeah. Yeah, that happens. I mean, barely. I mean, at the end of the day, my senses are also amplified whenever I'm super drunk at four in the morning and I eat Whataburger. So, you know, the there's not really a difference. Profiles are much, <laughs> much more. But you had fun. It sounds like a, a good great little time. Thing. They make you, uh, they tell you, okay, eat the, pick up the truffle on the top left corner. You're like, where and is And take oh. a bite. Oh, yeah. Okay, and then they you, tell you, yeah, yeah. You take a bite, and then they're like, okay, now try some of your wine. They taught us how to properly swish the wine. You don't pick it up and swish it. Mm-mm. You keep it on the table. Yeah, yes. yeah it helps you, with the... Mm-hmm, yep, yep. And it keeps it, like, the gravity or something. I don't really know. I didn't learn well, much. Well, it's the friction between the bottom of the glass and oh, the actual I table see. itself. I see. It's see, a horse crap. The best part about this entire experience is I didn't need to know the details. That's the thing with wineries. I don't retain any of the information. I'm there to drink. I'm there to drink. I'm there to eat some nice cheese yes. and some nice and, and pair it with some nice um, uh, truffles. Do so by the, the end, by the end, we yeah. had about five glasses of wine. And I spit yeah. it out. No, why would I spit it out? I'm paying to. good money. No, you're not. Yeah, you are. Paying good when you money. Do wine for that. Proper tasting, yeah, but I've never been to one like that. So no, like that's I said, not I've proper. I've only been to one. <laughs> it's a Wendigo. Yeah. It's a yeah. Wendigo. That's the Native American spirit. A Wendigo. The, a Wendigo. Wendigos are formed after a cannibalistic. It's they're evil. Like, yeah. oh. They're evil. Yeah, and sometimes they're, they're they come in. Good. They come in like a mangled deer form. No, that's yeah. scary. Stop talking about Wendigos. It. They would be found in a dungeon, right? No, they would be out in the forest of Wimberley looking for dungeon dwellers. Who dungeon dwellers who maybe, are drunk maybe on one wine. Th- would form in the dungeon if there were two people trapped down there and one of That's them had to true. eat. That's true. We just said and you were I eating was people. on a date, but guess what? Uh, Where's dating people? Uh, Where's my date? Huh? <gasps> Did I ever come back with them? Did you, Emily? Yeah, you've been know. talking about someone you're seeing, and I never. You've never seen this someone. It's happened. Austin's finally gone to hell, uh, according to the Internet. Uh, Matt Bearden's joining us where we discuss local things. And the biggest thing this weekend, obviously, uh, was happened downtown 
Roads were blocked off. Police were pushed away. It was loud. It was annoying. It was, um, awesome. it was the Austin Marathon yeah. <laughs> uh, happened uh, Sunday. Uh, no, Ugh. there was uh, there was a sideshow involving, uh, as, uh, I guess, just different car clubs, street racers, Fast and the Furious types. Texas wh- versus whatever. everybody. And uh, when I saw that happen at first, I was like, oh, man, this is going to become one of those political things. Oh, boy, did it. Oh, boy, did it become one of those political well, things. Look, People man, mired. We need to stop putting the uh, propaganda out there, all the Fast and Furious films. Uh, I know, they right? Keep uh, but they now, keep making them. But uh, now guys like Chip Roy, the, the people that hate Austin City Council, whatever, and oh. hate the hobos. They've really latched onto this, and it is it is turned into a uh, uh, the, see Austin defunded the police, and this is why this happened. Uh, what a, I think what a four hundred eighty three point one million dollar budget for uh, the last fiscal year. Yeah, uh, they weren't really defunded, but the point is the propaganda is working. Right when we're in negotiations with uh, APD's new contract. Um, and I'm not saying that the street racers aren't douches and annoying, right? But the weird knee-jerk reaction, and I'm not just talking about. Oddly enough, it's not just the "I hate hobos, right-wing Austin, save Austin now" people, but we got the NIMBYs in on this. The the uh, avocado toast condo dwelling keep Austin weird people oh, yeah, yeah. are also upset. I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not going to sit here while you pretend that the avocado toast people and the Trump people have ever been that far apart. Uh, see, the avocado no, toast condo no. dwellers pretend to be like, it's weird and liberal. I voted I voted for Joe Biden. Um, you're right. They're, they're not. Even the old wanting, Austin. Wanting, oh, I saw Stevie Ray at the armadillo. He played on top of a pallet fire. They're mad, too. Everyone's yeah. mad. Wanting every, wanting people to behave the way you want them to behave, is that's a universal that has very little to do with politics and a lot more to do with the human condition. Yeah, I, I actually enjoyed the weekend. I thought it was kind of fun to have a little something fun happen weekend. I, I don't think you should fire off fireworks at law enforcement agencies. No. That's dangerous. I also yeah. know that if you go follow the accounts from most of these car clubs, weeks before this was happening, you can look at all their Instagram accounts. They're yeah. posting over and over again, please, no burnouts, no donuts, no fireworks, yeah, no I, burnouts, no donuts, no fireworks, I no burnouts, no donuts, no fireworks. people online that were in part of the quote-unquote car culture like that were like, man, why do people got to make it look uh, dangerous? Or like, these people are giving us a bad name and... I don't know. It's probably not the vast it's majority. It's always a couple still, of yahoos. Yeah. And look, and, it's easy to get sort of caught up when a few people start acting like that. If you're in that big of a crowd, well, I'd, be, I'd be like, hell yeah, let's see them donuts, baby, if I was already there. You know what I mean? You were really right, CJ, to point out the contract negotiation uh, with Perfect the policing. Because well, that was also, that's being called a riot, by the way. R- right. I mean, I did see where the where the lieutenant governor of the state posted a video saying a, a, calling it a riot but in the foreground if you look at the foreground there's a family of four at Peter Pan Golf <laughs> family of four where like you know it's a mom a dad and two young kids playing yeah, mini yeah. golf and they're just watching they're not running they're not hiding they're not scared they're just like holy crap it, it holy crap, crap every, look I, at a, that. I got video from a friend that bartends at Barton Springs Saloon sure. and like they they, everyone went out and just watched it, which is weird because a lot of people are like, they all need to be arrested. That cop should have put it in drive. And I'm like, you want to give someone the death sentence for, for that crap? Uh, everyone just kind of got excited and watched. And they're Man. like, you, we need to triangulate the phones. And AT&T and T-Mobile need to give us the numbers. 
Uh, two people were arrested in that, so and one of the one of the guys that organized it has has kind of talked with the news and police about it. Yeah, but it's just so bizarre. How this, ha- I showed it to my fiance and she laughed and I was like, what? And she's like, oh, dude, my brother and his friends used to do this in, in Houston in high school oh, at the yes, time. Yes. And people from other cities, Atlanta, Fort Worth, Houston, you name it, are That's, like, oh, yeah, welcome to the welcome to every, the big leagues, Austin. Every, we big, every big city is making fun of us today that, at our pearl clutching because the they're like, complete overreaction. They're like, this is literally. Every weekend in our city, what is wrong? I thought you guys were cool and, and again, hip and rock and roll down there, and the whole city is crying over some. D- also, I have a sneaking suspicion that some of these people who might not get mad about marathons or even rot rally get really upset about Texas relays. Not saying, just saying. <laughs> we're not saying it's okay to block traffic and do burnouts in it's the middle of an intersection. It's wrong to block the traffic. It's all, but it's all. It's been so overhyped and made into this dumb political Look, thing. Man. And why does it have to where be? Because it's not Look, that big of a deal. Where are you going at 11 p.m. on a Saturday? I was going to say, at least they waited till night where no one was really driving. I mean, where are you? are like, oh my God, I, I'm trying to get to Everly for cocktails. I mean, what what, what are you keeping <laughs> somebody are you from? Doing? I mean, you. If anything, all the people waiting in traffic had a moment to sober up before getting to that Whataburger right there. Yes. So, yes. Uh, either way, it is the uh, the hottest topic in Austin, and it is uh, frustrating to see so many of us getting so angry and riled up again about just our cities growing and becoming bigger. It's about family. Here's another millennial life hack just for you. How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet? That thing's still around. How do other people make money on the internet? We'd have to put something up on the internet that everyone would find fascinating. Wait, I've got it. Computer load up, celery man, please. Yes. Click things on the internet and learn. They're called listicles, and we discuss them here on this segment with Bay Corner. Yep, and uh, the word millennial and the world word gifts and life hacks and all those things are always the number one trigger when it comes to uh, clickbaits, yes. I feel. <laughs> like, if you put the word millennial in there, everybody eats that stuff up. Because yeah. it's divisive. We, we found and discussed uh, many a time that on the internet, uh, things like that, that organize us into tribes and then uh, yeah. possibly have something negative to say about what we believe in. It's going to make you click, that's why, but you don't have to click. Emily no. clicked for you. I yes. clicked for you, and actually you. this time around, I clicked on TikTok, so you now get to hear the person behind all of these uh, hacks. Oh. So let me play a little a little snippet for oh. you. Millennials, this one's for you. This is 10 things that every person in their 30s should own. I have the authority to speak on this as a person in my 30s, and my experiences are universal. Start not strong with a squatty potty. They do make them cuter than this, but we are too old to give a pun intended, about what people think. This is a necessity in life. So, yeah, number one is a squatty potty. Do you own a squatty potty? Because I am not 30 yet. No. I am 24, about to be 25, though. Former coworker Daniel said it changed his life. Yeah. Um, so that was uh, cool to hear about, but I, I guess there's something about having your feet propped up help you go to the bathroom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you writing this down because you're going to buy them for yourself later, Spencer? No, I'm looking at your B-reel because I finally discovered who I think you're dating. Oh, Ooh, there you actually, go. I, yes, I am taking notes. But Damn, it's he's handsome, I'm a Emily. Good for you. Oh, my God. Pretty eyes, too. 
Okay. Straight anyways, teeth. they're like they're real white teeth too. Good. Continuing good job. on, he's, he's got long, longish hair, like you like. Yes. Oh, uh, Emily, I'm this gonna... is clickbait corner, CJ. This isn't clickbait. Emily has a boyfriend. It's more like <laughs> bait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number two on things that millennials need. Uh, they say that you need a massage gun for your aging body. And um, a former <clears throat> morning show friend of mine did indeed have one of these in the studio that was used quite frequently. They're very nice. I have a friend who has one, and it's impossible not to think that Use it's something it? else oh see i i have no. trouble with those i've always uh, i always enjoyed the human hand more massage guns just kind of like yeah. irritate yeah i don't um, know you're not doing them right okay. <laughs> number three this is yes. definitely some millennial humor right here an adorable dog who has more anxiety than you do and i know for a fact that you've got one of those right cj oh, oh yes i do yeah which one which one would you think has more anxiety than you Pickle Bee. or pee? Well, no, Pickle gets very scared and nervous, yeah, too. Yeah, she know. does get very scared and nervous. Uh, number four, an air fryer. I have this one. I just recently rebought a brand new air fryer. So I'm ready. I'm ready to turn 30. I mean, I'm 24, but I'm still ready. You'll get there. Yes. Air fryer. One thing I don't know. Yeah. Oh. You, you write that down. You need one of these, too. Air fryer is really good for reheating things. Also, mm, never mind. I'm not going to bitch about a sous vide. Oh, okay. Go on. Number five. Um, magic erasers. You can, instead of getting like an actual magic eraser, you can go on Amazon and buy just like a bunch of knockoff ones for 10 bucks. Yeah. And if you've never used a magic eraser, it's incredible. That is how I clean my white shoes. Magic. So. For, yeah, my fiance, the, uh, the Mr. Clean ones. Yes. Boom. Great. Uh, number six, different types of glasses for different types of beverages. So by the time I'm 30, uh, yes. I guess I should own like five different types of oh, yeah. Well, you work in radio, so you should own five different types of branded alcoholic beverage glasses. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. already do own a lot of those. Oh, man, there's stuff that I need. I need, like, champagne flutes and, like, martini. More alcohol glass, because you just, when you drink out of a normal glass, you're just having water or tea or something. Yeah, that's All true. All of them are really, literally just used for alcohol, the other fancy glasses. Yes. Uh, number seven, a chair that makes you feel really cool. Like a just like a special looking chair that's in the corner. You might not use it that often, but it's like a okay. it's a piece that you just that when people walk into your house, they see that chair mm. and they're now like, "Now she's you getting have closer style. to the important thing, the most important thing, the most expensive thing." But did it make the list? Let's continue. Number eight. Uh, yeah, I know. We're already on number eight. Oof. I. I these tips it's just a like the years flying by oh god <laughs> a compost bin who either one of you own a compost bin actually i do yeah yeah so that is something that in your 30s you should invest in do you own one says who why <laughs> why yeah convince me if you're not gonna do any gardening or you're not gonna like you don't need one oh. but it helps just dispose of organic matter luckily in austin we have green bins for that oh very cool uh number nine on the 10 things that you should have uh, in your 30s. Little whiteboards for thoughts that might might uh, you might lose. In that's the why you got your iPhone. Well, that's why you got like a little notepad. Yeah. yeah. This like all falls under the same category, right? What? Notepads or just a something to write stuff down with. But I now, mean, paper yeah. and a pen. The <laughs> most important thing, number 10 on this list. A weighted blanket. 
Oh, no. <laughs> mm, I agree with that. Though. I mean, sure, they're great. Yeah, I've got one. Uh, she missed an expensive mattress or expensive pillows. Or sheets. Oh, that's yeah. true. When you get older, if you're going to bust out some money for something, not a washer or dryer, not a, a nice piece of furniture, not getting your car fixed, get an expensive mattress. That's what I need. That expensive is the, that mattress? Is, yeah, because uh, as a young man living in rental houses with roommates, mm-hmm. I did like to have a nice bed with a nice bed frame, but I'd always, I would get a nice bed frame and cheap out on a mattress. Yeah. Get a nice mm. comforter, nice sheets, cheap out on a mattress. Uh, but here's the thing. mattresses do not last long. Even mattress protectors can't save no, a mattress like that. A very expensive, nice mattress has changed my life and sleep. It makes all the difference in the world and finally last year or so uh we had we had some good ones but finally we got a really good one and huh. i will say omg it's so much better well the one thing that i've learned through this list and through talking to both of you is millennials are boring you guys suck yeah. <laughs> this is this is a terrible list did you know Welcome to the learning segment. If you didn't have to work yesterday, uh, it's because it was George Washington's birthday, also known as President's Day. So we thought we would give you some zany did you knows about our president, starting with the man himself, J Dub. Did G Dub? J Dub? <laughs> who's who's J Dub? Jorge Washington. Yeah. <laughs> South of the boy. Uh, Jorge. Did you know? Uh, old G-Dub, George Washington's hair wasn't actually a wig. His hair was all natural, and it was most likely red, not white. Ooh, wow. wow. Yeah. Did you know? Old uh, pee-pee long stockings there. Abraham Lincoln was the first president to be born outside of the original 13 colonies. Up until the point he was a po- uh, president, everyone born inside the original 13 col- colonies. Abraham Lincoln born in Kenya. Oh, uh, just like Obama. Good call. Nice. Uh, he was born in Kentucky. Born in Kentucky. Ah, that makes sense why he changed things. He didn't get how it. He doesn't get how it works. <laughs> you just don't understand. Uh, Spinny, give us. Uh, did you know George Washington grew cannabis sativa on his plantation? For all you folks that don't know, that's marijuana. Okay. Uh, Thomas Jefferson also came up with new ways of threshing the plant, which they cultivated for hemp. Unfortunately for the British, they weren't growing an indica. <laughs> uh, did you know? Also, Abraham Lincoln. When I, these are all just about Lincoln and Washington. I'm sorry. Those uh, are our presidents. Those are the only two. Uh, he became a lawyer without going to law school. Uh, he did it at DeVry uh, Institute. What? That's a bad joke. He studied on his own and uh, passed the bar oh. exam. Okay. Oh, okay. wow. You could do that? Um, he didn't just pass the bar exam. Did you know? Uh, Abraham Lincoln was also a licensed bartender. Nice. Yeah, he co-owned a bar, and at the time in Illinois, you had to be licensed. You had to get a license in order to operate. I guess you still have to have a liquor license, don't you? Yeah. You're, I didn't think your about Your establishment that. has to have a liquor license, but yeah. I think in Texas, you have to be TABC approved, and if you're a restaurant, you have to have your food handler certificate. But uh, li- licensed bartender. Seems weird to be a li- like. Hey, you're gonna, you're really gonna, you're gonna mess around with a lot of your customers. We need you to have a license. Abraham Lincoln, more like Abraham drinking. <laughs> Got, him. Got him. That hat was full of juice. The kids who took shop were right. Greetings, listener. It is now time for weird or wired. Is it weird? Is it wired? Matt Bearden, tell us. I mean, 
I think shop class, vocational class like that, very important in the 1950s and Good 60s. Good way to learn how to make birdhouses and bongs. And for some reason, I started getting made fun of more and more, and, and teachers were just like, everybody should be going to college. And for some reason, at least in my high school, yeah. shop kids were kind of looked down upon. And guess what? They were right. They were right to be in shop class. Uh, we were told, hey, in the future, the robots are going to take yeah. all of the uh, those jobs. Manufacturing jobs, And yeah. so uh, learn how to write. Learn how to read. These are the important skills in the future. Voice actors are now enraged. Companies are stealing their voices, yep. then using AI. It sounds just like the voice actor, exactly. You can hire it. You can direct it to do exactly what you want to. Oh, and man. guess what? It works for way cheaper because no AI computer has student loans to pay off. <laughs> Very true. Uh, we actually have an example I want to play real quick of just how, say your favorite radio personality could do an endorsement without even being compensated for it. Here's an example. Hi, I'm Matt Bearden, and uh, Rambler is uh, really good. I like Rambler, uh, which is a great product, but I'm a little, I'm a little bitch. I'm mad. Hey, I had a stroke. That sounds exactly like C.J. Morgan. It's No, that was A.I. Matt. That's Matt doing a... For our, one of our favorite Thanks, uh, places, Rambler. Thank you. Appreciate it. Up. Yeah, so now we have uh, artists who are being replaced by AI. Yay. Illustrators who are being replaced by AI. Uh, people who went to school for uh, journalism, writing, for even went to school English degrees to become lawyers and learn how to write uh, legal documents are being replaced by chat GPT and the likes. Guess what? Guess I, what? Our bio is now chat GPT. Guess what? Guess what? There is no AI that's currently... Pulling any plumbing into any of the uh-huh. houses that are being built into the you, city. There's robots, no AI man. that's running wire into any of these homes. My neighbor uh, is a plumber. Doesn't own his own plumbing company. He's an employee for a plumber. Uh, makes roughly three times the amount I do. He's killing uh-huh. it right now. And he loves to remind Speaking me. Speaking of clients and ads, like I've, I've talked about uh, ACC, you know, here in Austin, one of the big things is like medical, as always, and then right. they get you ready for your degree. But uh, the welding industry um, is huge, not just for oil and gas. That was where I grew up. That was kind of the thing. Is sure. it, it was oil and gas, Me which too. went up and down with the price of a barrel of oil. But like just in manufacturing and all sorts of stuff like it is it is huge. Yeah, like, because no one's doing that. No one's going to school for that anymore. Like Welding those little whistle tips onto an exhaust pipe. Yes, that's um, important. Absolutely. The CJ Morgan Show. Learning brand new things daily, including manners, responsibility, accountability, how to file taxes, how to behave in public, how to apologize. 101X.